0: is that? I don't know, man. We're trying to do a fucking podcast here, your neighbours. I mean, who the fuck listens to rock music, anyone? Oh, uh, it's fucking rock practice time. I don't know. It's these British motherfuckers they booed in next door. Oi! Keep hey. it down. Can you at least play our fucking theme song? Yeah. Fucking hell, you limey faggot. All right. good practice chaps good man those guys what do they think this is 1973
1: they do stop on a dime though Fuck.
0: yeah exactly (laughs) tight tight shit tight shit (laughs) tight garbage um but you know these are the fucking perils of the trade we're in i suppose huh
1: tight garbage like a trash
0: compactor (laughs) that's a good rap line um (laughs) so so what's been happening in your neck of the woods it reminds me of like
1: just the thought of that line sort of makes me think of cursor Curso, yeah. A bit of tight garbage.
0: A bit of tight garbage, yeah, yeah. There's quite a lot of that around. Um, the neighbor next door to us has been rapping. I told you about him before and shit out the back. And I got him a bit of a pass because he's rapping with mates. And Lord knows I've said some garbage and freestyles and shit with my friends doing it, but... He sounds pretty serious sometimes and says his crazy shit and then finishes and his mate was like, oh, that was sick, mate. Like <laughs> um, but it could all, be just straight freestyle. But sort of, no, yeah, but some of it, but it seems sort of, he's like, oh, like my mind's like an alligator, like saying to all this cool shit. And then he's like, this is these black bitches pussy and shit. You're like, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> just settle down. Like either do the kind of joke racist sexist But rap.
1: Is he on the inside making these jokes? Um, he's sort of living, it, living the life in the fern, right?
0: Yeah, he's living in the fern, but he's not he's what n- one would consider a fern local. He's more what would one call a middle-class interloper into the area. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> pot calling the kettle black and everything. Uh, but, uh, you know, he should probably turn it down, lest he offend some people.
1: Yeah, I can't be the one to um, to talk in that situation, I guess.
0: Well, I still try and stand by that thing that the Scots, the Scots invented rap music in the first place and the slaves picked it up from their slave masters having a little uh, rap battle for each other. I can't really call anyone on having offensive rap lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's weird because it's like his flow is alright sometimes and shit, but I don't know. Maybe it just hits a little too close to home, who knows? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sure I've said some atrocious things, but sometimes in those freestyles, some of the best shit comes out as well, but it sounds like the best shit's maybe not coming out next door.
0: Yeah, no, not the best shit. I think you really have to let your brain go. You have to either craft it really well, or you just have to let that that dirt bag sort of id inside you, take it over with the garbage. and (laughs) Just go full ODB on them. Yeah, well, I had a friend in school... I distinctly remember in school. Well, fuck man, This takes me back. But this is the same teacher who where the bad kids used to sit up. I battled a, some kids in. Yeah, we used stuff. to do that. I, don't <laughs> I, I won't say I won't say his name and shit, but um, he had a little gimp finger. But uh, yeah, we used to have battles, and you know, I wasn't listening to much rap at the time. This is when we were up the front of the class, throwing the teacher shit out the window when he wasn't looking, in math. Um, and he'd try and be like, "My rhymes are the best," like doing all this shit, <laughs> and I'd straight away be just like, "Ah, oh, fuck your mum," and you, you know, you fuck your dog, like. We had a joke that his family tree was the circle. Uh, I threw that in there.
1: As retarded as I was, not respecting it at the time, I know the guy you're talking about, and he was one of the most legit at doing generic (laughs) freestyles. No, but like proper freestyle, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mine would always turn into this disgusting, like, hyperbole, like, nonsense, like Eminem, but dude, like, more disgusting in a way, I don't know. Yeah. And... I was probably a lot worse than I thought as well, but like I always thought it was cool how he sort of managed to stay on the actually being like a normal rapper guy thing, like while he's freestyling. I could never I could never keep it there, it'd have to like, you know Yeah turn into something disgusting or what is that, I start think? doing a character. I don't know, it's just okay. like my internal monologue is just yeah. completely fucked. Exactly. Like, or maybe it's like when you tap into that raw God energy, it is complete insanity. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, it is going into your ear and stuff. And I guess in a way, it helps to be like an impressive battle rapper if your sort of inner voice sounds more like Muhammad Ali than Kurt Cobain, so, you know, <laughs> um, who we'll get to a bit later. But uh, yeah, I mean, did you rap at that that show we had, the International Day thing? I did, I
1: did. And I, I got away with saying cunt in front of like the whole school. It was That's really cool. weird because um, we were free it was a freestyle, a freestyle competition battle i remember for one of your food stalls mine we put the, it on it was the, the me and american the u.s american food stall
0: that was do you want to talk about the rapper because yeah the rapper. this is so up. weird because this this involved both of us and it was sort of both us coming together before i even knew i that. just did
1: some weak freestyle rap that ended up saying something about how the dude if he was like a baseball shot he was a bunt yeah, And then like, oh, no no, 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 so you must be a cunt or something like that. And it was like, oh, and I think I might have been blushing straight after saying it because it was still pretty intense sort of saying cunt in front of your deputy principal and stuff. It oh, is hardcore, so, um, I this- And it just ended up being okay because it was part of this cultural day where you're supposed to respect everybody's culture and because somehow you guys had weaseled this fucking US stand in there like having hot dogs and all this shit and... You know, dressing like um, African-American homies and having hit-and-run gangster games to play and stuff. (laughs) It was really cool, but because it's based on the pretext of having such a cool... Like you have to have cultural tolerance. No one could bust me for saying "cunt" in the freestyle contest. Yeah, that's because, true. That oh, would have been gotta racist. Be, um, got to be tolerant of the American freestyle yeah. hip hop culture customs.
0: Well, how this <laughs> how this came about is that we went to quite a multicultural school. So International Day, right? There's heaps of Hungarians. Their mum make them. Goulash. It's pretty common. Yeah, they, the yeah. Style. Their mum makes them goulash, or the Indians bring this and that, and they celebrate. Now, um, now me and a lot of my friends are just your classic kind of deracinated settler white boys with no real culture of our own, <laughs> as, as you all know. But the um, guy I have mentioned earlier, he was the one who G-fuck asked to call his... Can I call you my nigger? When he first started our school and he was from Africa. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. and because he was in our group, we felt that we had the license to sort of do this so we had bitch ass fries um we
1: were talking about big w before though weren't we yeah big w yeah, was so. the other rapper but, <laughs>
0: um so for our international day the food was fries and fries and hot dogs the entertainment was running these little matchbox cars to <laughs> knock shit over The hidden run. game was good it yeah. was like
1: pretty racist but it's cool like hi, hiding behind that whole like the fact that the day is a cultural celebration. So but why
0: didn't they ever call us out and say, this isn't your culture. The one black guy you've got is from fucking West Africa. <laughs> I don't understand why they let, I still don't get why they let us do it. But all that with all these other people bringing in like nice homemade treats from their culture and shit. We sold fries and hot dogs had hit and run the rap battle. And we made so much more money than any other fucking group that <laughs> it was fucking the best. Yeah. You did better than
1: us the year before, um, <laughs> one of our friends had like a welsh auntie or something right? Right, right, yeah. i guess maybe deep birds, deep may- birds, yeah. maybe it's like on his one of his parents sides and um so we had a welsh stand and did like fuck all effort into it and mm-hmm. what i remember most about that day was one of my other friends was in a wrestling demonstration for the day nice. and before we even went to international day we just went up to the top of um there was this playground equipment across in the park across from our school mm-hmm. and it used to be multi-story like three or four levels yeah, to this yeah that's right? where i smoked my first hash pipe <laughs> and we're in up, in the, up in the top of that it. right yeah. smoking before school having yeah. like smoking a few pipes and stuff and then um i had the siphon there that day and i had a bul- bunch of cream bulbs and we're just getting like whacked before fucking school <laughs> like on cream bulbs and smoking <laughs> and, so shit. and then when we went to go to um international day mm. i went to like, go down this spiral staircase that oh, you can man. go down to get down in that cage. Do yep. you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And I tripped at the top and I fell all <laughs> the way down the entire staircase on these metal stairs. Didn't really get hurt at all because I had this big uh, big bag on to have sure. to smuggle all this siphon and all this crap and school stuff and shit for International Day. Um, and, yeah, just, like, ate shit all the way down the stairs and it was just fine. We went to International Day and I can't even remember what fucking food we had. It just was such a... Non-event, but yeah, we made you it. You guys sort of, made, yeah, like yeah. carved out this little thing yeah. that just made it. <laughs> we, bought the, we bought the streets. To it Extremely basically. memorable. <laughs> I remembered your one the next year like more than ours. Oh, it was good times, man. I was glad I got to be involved, but it was, uh, yeah, that was a weird experience because I remember almost because you, our deputy principal, when he would look at the whole school, I think we mentioned this before. It's sort of like. He would have this way of looking through his eyebrows, so that it would almost look like he's looking at everyone at the same time, c- yeah, yeah. watching the audience and shit. Yeah. So So when I was rapping to the audience and that, and I see the deputy, and I think it was almost like I was making eye contact yeah. with my deputy principal. He was like oh, I'm the, saying yeah. cunt and shit. It he was, was like the Mona Lisa. His so, eyes following like, around. Oh, I just had to like almost run away and hide after I did it. Oh shit! Yeah. I so, I think I won probably only because i knew you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we made it you wasn't because i was We're like, yeah, it was like yeah, well yeah, i mean you, you know win. <laughs> you can pay it out and this was quite I a-
0: probably was the
1: was the best i probably was but i was fucking bad
0: you know you can say all these <laughs> you can say all these things are insignificant and stuff but you know i mean obama got elected and i like to feel that we went a little bit away to helping that you know so, <laughs> um oh
1: i had to help him winning yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, if you have a fight with some someone, but you're sort of too drunk to really know what's going on and where it's coming from, does that mean you're mu- mutually coward punching each other? Like locked in mutual coward punches?
1: Uh, Cambridge says yes. <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> We've got the Cambridge app here. It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> it's like a magic eight ball, but with more pink parts.
0: <laughs> That's the internet in general, right? <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, there was an article in the Washington Post the other day about what it's like growing up 13 right now with like the internet and shit. And yeah, they seem like they're on their phones all the time. There was this young girl who's just like, oh, I don't go around to my friend's houses and shit anymore and stuff. And they're just constantly liking and unliking shit on, <laughs> reading crazy shit on their phones the whole time. It makes me, makes me scared to bring a child into this world.
1: Look, I was already barring up for ugly teachers in class and shit. I just can't imagine the perpetual boner I would fucking have if I was a teenager today.
0: Well, I don't think you would because you'd get desensitized, right? <laughs> See, a boner would come from, like, I don't know, traditional values or whatever. but <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe men, maybe men or trannies or whatever.
1: Baby, you just look so good cooking that steak.
0: Well, you know, as propagandy said, when everything desired is objectified, then eroticism needs to be redefined. And that's why we're going to have all these kids, like, you know, fucking wanting to fuck the Powerpuff Girls and, like, pr- making 3D printouts of the Powerpuff Girls so they can fuck <laughs> them and shit.
1: Nothing gets me hard like the scent of some freshly folded laundry.
0: <laughs> I think that's more women that get wet on
1: that than guys getting hard. But Well, I think we need to bring back those conservative values so that
0: we can... <laughs> laundry? Shit like that?
1: Get the species going ahead again. Like yeah. the 80s. It's <laughs> always back to the 80s where we we're going ahead, were we? So we can shoot some guns and celebrate. Yeah. Endless magazines. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Patching up your own wounds which is like, you know, a siggy ladder or something, like What I liked about it was the endless parade of sort of faceless evil bad guys that we had to face. Like nowadays <laughs> it's so complex and you know it's always like, oh, well are we are corrupt as hard as them and like da da it's like that. Like it's, a side scrolling beat em up yeah, game exactly. from that era. Yeah, yeah, that right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what politics used to Yeah. <laughs> that was like Reagan beating up communists and shit like that. But now we've got all this stuff where like Hillary's a secret Muslim and shit, it's like <laughs> It's fucking retarded. Yeah, yeah
1: they always look like contacts. <laughs>
0: Is she a reptilian or a Muslim?
1: <laughs> Fuck man. Um, I think some reptiles
0: live out in the desert. Yeah, she's never been west of Virginia. So... <laughs> anyway, good for good for her. Um, I heard. Speaking of America, that great...
1: take me home. <laughs> A country road. country road. Don't call
0: Hillary a cunt. That's so rude. Just because you got away <laughs> with it at fucking International Day. We need Hillary to fucking regulate that shit. It's getting out of control. But um, while Hillary Clinton is obviously a pretty barnstorming name, I heard probably one of the best names in America while watching a, a lifestyle property show at home. And it's in San Diego. This guy, Californian, like all teeth and tan and pressed shirt. Uh, hey, my name's Kimo Quants. Kimo Quants. How do you get
1: a name like that Chemo's pretty cool i think i've only ever heard one other chemo and i think it was um i might have to get corrected if i'm wrong but you'd have to send it into our email and that Z- shit seems pretty difficult <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh it's cones at at gmail.com that Z- Z has a Z, like i'm pretty sure in hello <laughs> anybody anybody
1: in the early days of the UFC there was a guy called chemo, I'm pretty
0: sure. Yeah, I think for that's where I heard the name from and But um, yeah,
1: it's still a fucked up name. It makes you just think of chemotherapy and Yeah, something.
0: yeah. It always makes me think of my sister's chemo before she died in that house fire. Um that one I mentioned before.
1: What, the chemo they used like concocted such a weird biology that she comb- no, no, combusted and caused a house fire.
0: No, she did that lighting a cigarette off the, the stove. Right to the end, even when they took her lungs, she still couldn't stop smoking. It's only eight years old. Happy International Anti Smoking Day. Yeah, Happy International Smoking Anti Smoking Day. That's what I wanted to segue into it. Um, I, ha- I I cut up with a bit of extra
1: backy today.
0: Oh, nice, excellent, just Thank to you. celebrate. Well, okay. I like being sort of stubborn and contrarian about that. But <laughs> you know these fucking ads on TV, the anti smoking ads. All right, they always make me want to see. Like I'm a dirty nicotine <laughs> addict. I'll be honest here, right? Mm. Even the dirty ones, I was going to say not the dirty ones, like just the ones where she lights it from the stove, but even the ones where it's like family members being sad because their dad died of cancer, it still sort of makes me want a cigarette. And, um, so basically my theory is that those fucking ads are being funded by the sickie companies. (laughs) I got one of the, um, for chop sickies the other week, I got one of the best packets
1: you can get and it's like the stroke packet yeah and there's nothing really wrong with this chick it actually looks like she probably just lives out west or something (laughs) (laughs) have have a look in the drawer yeah
0: okay oh this (laughs) see
1: um like it's kind of bad but it's like no i've seen that bitch on the train that's all right siggy's all right i was gonna say you're so (laughs) (laughs) you have you've seen that chick on the train come off it (laughs) i've seen that chick on manly on the weekend and shit you know yeah Yeah, or late at night.
0: It sounds <laughs> sounds classist but she'd probably get on around the get off at Maryland or whatever. I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah, America, you have got to catch up to these crazy ciggy packets. No, with what, disgusting shit. Yeah, all but over this
0: him. chick might be. You know the guy? They don't have as much. I think they've rotated him out. Um, maybe it got too popular. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the bald guy, Brian. Brian. Brian, yeah. Brian. Yeah. He's this dude from Florida. I read that, and way. he had
1: way more problems
0: than just smoking. too. Yeah, he was from Florida first time. <laughs> so um it's probably a relief when he died to get out. It's
1: like it. putting this guy out of fucking. Can and you take care? Get,
0: Though when bringing up these fucking videos Brought up the eight limb boy of India And I'm just I'm not feeling it
1: He's got like a conjoined twin Like coming out of his stomach But it's the rear end So it's like Guado back backwards <laughs> It's like Guado's just gonna shit in your face And that's the <laughs> wisdom Quaid
0: Start the treadmill
1: <laughs> He opens his chest and it's just like
0: Yeah
1: And he's like yeah that's uh, that's pretty intense And then it just starts tele- <laughs> telepathizing him and shit <laughs> <sighs> telepathous asshole yeah I don't really get it did I make up some sort of fake Latin telepathy talk though?
0: telepathous nether no, no. regions <laughs> um, no this but this isn't so Latin this is more this Indian fucking samsara shit we don't get or whatever <laughs> yeah. so he, might, he must have done something pretty bad in the past reverse
1: guado is pretty crazy hmm. Yeah, guy. look up the 8 limb boy if you, um, yeah, you don't, want to see what Which i talking about. Yeah, don't, don't look... Or don't. <laughs> don't look it I don't even want to
0: do it. I've explicitly asked her to change it.
1: Well, seeing you're off-put by this, I'll just scroll up right, for yeah. you because the other story
0: is pretty similar anyway, cool. so I'll right.
1: grot you out as well.
0: Sure. Oh, great. Another freak one. Baby in China born with 15 fingers and 16 toes.
1: Oh, happy international anti-smoking day.
0: Anti-smoking day, yeah. Um, yeah, that shit will give you... Okay, I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at a an Asian lady. Um, she has eight fing, eight toes on one foot. Yeah, eight on the other. I guess that's pretty cool. I guess that's X Men sort of shit. But it if can't we do much. If still a monkey, she be
1: Could fucking sh- swinging from all the trees.
0: But you know what we are these days? Gamers. And some of these mouses... Oh, shit! Some of these mouses I've seen the nerds use and shit. I mean... Yeah,
1: if I was this kid, I would start typing with my feet from the earliest time possible.
0: I'd start playing Counter-Strike from the womb. (laughs) Um, She probably is, actually. No, they're probably getting her to the Olympic team for gymnastics, because they'll be like, oh, that's crazy. (laughs) We can make her do something, pump her full of steroids and put her in the Olympics. Um, You couldn't do that much extra with those. Would they be a hindrance or a help, or what? Suck for shoes. That would indeed it would indeed
1: <clears throat> you get those um you get custom made toe socks, mm-hmm, that'd be pretty dope, apparently, Tom Cruise was training for real NASA astronaut, like he did real astronaut training and was lining up to. To do a mission around the same time as Columbia went, right? Oh, really? So I don't know if they're just drumming it up now as this news story, but it seems like m- m- maybe he sort of avoided going on that one, and because that's the uh, the second space shuttle disaster where it burnt up on the way back in. <laughs> yep. And it sounds uh it sounds pretty hectic, but maybe it's just uh, another one of these fucking news stories that's advertising some new movie. So space station three D, I think.
0: Well, what did Tom Cruise <laughs> Why was NASA entertained? Did he say, like, I need this for a movie or what?
1: He's just a maniac. He flies his own... He's got his own jet and shit like that, so...
0: I guess you have to live life to the edge, right?
1: I do like that aspect <coughs> of him. Like, as crazy as he is, he does do, like, proper crazy shit as well.
0: Do you reckon he went into NASA? He's though? not, like, Shia LaBeouf crazy, you know? He's, like, <laughs> Tom Cruise crazy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> he went, but he went into NASA probably to try and find these sort of, like, secret Xenu and files and shit that they've got them to bring, to bring him <laughs> back. Um, he probably planned the fucking thing to explode. Wouldn't that make sense? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the perfect crime.
1: They they probably told him he wasn't quite good enough, and then he's like, oh, Ah! That, if I
0: can't go, nobody can. Yeah, exactly. I was in Days of Thunder, and you're not gonna send me to space.
1: Um, and in those days, after the um fateful crash or whatever, he wrote the movie Oblivion.
0: Yeah. It's like Seth MacFarlane after he didn't get on that plane at Logan Airport that went into t- oh, Tower that's, 2. That's fucked up. That's when he came up with a very middling episode of Family Guy right after <laughs> it. It's like, I had a brush with death. I'd better stop being so lazy with this episode I, of Family I Guy. I hate
1: that one because it's so easy for all the conspiracy people to just lump that shit in there. It's like... Because um. Simpsons and all those sort of cartoons dabble with so much pop culture shit that yeah. occasionally you're just going to be able to frame something like that yeah. <laughs> as predictive programming, you mm. know. Yeah. So the Simpsons has coped that shit before. Family Guy cops it quite a lot because they do some weird ones that seem to just oh they reference the Boston Marathon and then some fucked up shit happens. Um, <laughs> but then the Seth MacFarlane thing like avoiding the 9-11 plane and then becoming super successful it just feeds into that conspiracy so well it's like yeah you you don't have to die but we're gonna like have this show that you make and then oh, we're gonna so feed just, yeah. all this shit into the mainstream and you have to do it because you were gonna die otherwise on this plane so it is all an Illuminati plot so it's, it adds to those conspiracies in its cool way but as a standalone it's still fucking crazy yeah avoiding that sort of shit is just like oh my god I can't imagine like how how fucked up that would feel
0: it's a shame Mark Wahlberg wasn't on that flight to fucking stop the terrorists and stuff like he said Um, he would have laid the smack down I watched a movie the other day called Nonstop with Liam Neeson where he's this like alcoholic flight marshal and shit on the plane (laughs) and someone starts texting him on the plane like someone's gonna die in 20 minutes right and unless you kind of deliver like two billion dollars to this bank account in Chicago and it's kind of cool because it's like a whodunit on a plane <laughs> and he has to find out who does it and basically like it's not really spoiling anything but like someone will die in 20 minutes and it keeps like sort of roping into this shit where he's killing like sort of he kills like sort of bad people but not like the real bad guy and stuff it's pretty crazy um it's called non-stop and are all these random people just dying on a plane and stuff? yeah of course people dying on the plane and stuff <laughs> <laughs> um and then he the sort of love interest slash chick next to him is like uh julianne moore who i quite like as well too so it's fun watching them have a bit of an act and then be like do this sort of like get off my plane shit
1: sounds like jake's on a plane oh, you like my 90s hip-hop reference what's a Jake? yeah exactly <laughs> what is a Jake? it's some um in lots of mob deep and shit like that they often like big noid and shit will refer to um I'm not sure if it's specifically D's or anything like that, but often they refer to the police as the Jake.
0: Fuck, know. that's some old timey shit. Like, so yeah. Jake. Well, one thing I, I learned... don't know if
1: they do that shit anymore. Little Wayne's
0: probably like, what? <laughs> well, I learned from fucking Mob Deep. I said, like, oh, maybe it was fucking Big Twins that a bid is what is it? One year in prison. <laughs> Doing a bid. Doing a bid. Yeah, <laughs> I think I like that. Um, all the rest of it, I learned from Dre back in fucking junior high. You know? <laughs> Cooking that shit on the stove. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I feel abandoned by pop culture these days. I heard something, it was number three on the song, it's some panda rap song, but this guy's just like, panda, 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 saying it like that in this British accent, but I don't know <laughs> if he's British. Um, it's fucking garbage, but, you know, what you gonna do? At least...
1: it, is it tight
0: garbage then? It's forgettable, it's disposable. It's, instant... it's either that or these weird sort of like soft electronic songs about like girls pining for some dude from the club it doesn't <laughs> like him back sort of you know um, there's a lot of that nonsense around <clears throat> not like back in my day when we had the Spice Girls and shit
1: Oh, one of our um, anonymous listeners sent us an email to the <laughs> to the um, show email address as oh, much wow. as I was um yeah. I we were given shit before uh, because someone figured out how to train bees to make honey from cannabis and mm-hmm. that sounds pretty awesome
0: that does sound cool
1: so apparently inst- like the bees have been trained to go harvest it from the buds and stuff right so that <laughs> then when they make their honey the THC's in their honey
0: that's pretty awesome
1: so that's pretty sick like cause it- I'm not sure how strong you can make it but if you can make it legit like potent and shit doesn't honey like last forever didn't they find hmm. it in the Egyptian yeah, tombs in, yeah, and it's stuff in like yeah the tombs
0: that? and everything I believe it doesn't really go yeah. off you give um, me some crock honey yeah yeah, some croc honey would be pretty cool. But it would be hard to kind of keep it set. It would look the same, I assume. Does it activate the TH? Yeah, I guess I guess it would be all right. It's just got a bunch in it, a bunch of THB.
1: I guess you would probably still have to heat it up to activate it from A to just straight THC. But I'm not too sure. We'd have to look into it a bit harder. <laughs> I saw
0: a cool thing on the internet Are They with this. Someone had taken, I forget what it was, from like a pit of wood or something, or somehow a Queen bee had ended up in the back of this car. And like a flock, like a whole, whatever they're called. What do you call them? A Beehive. A bee, yeah, like a whole group of them, like chased the car for like miles down the road and shit. like Because that fucking queen was trapped <laughs> in the back of the car. That's messed all up. All the picture of them all swarmed around like, the back of us, like Subaru Liberty or Station <laughs> Wagon. That's pretty cool. So they're good workers, which also will help for the fucking the THB farms, yeah?
1: Yeah, the way they act is pretty wild.
0: Yeah, I just thought the other day that vegans don't eat honey because it's an animal product yeah it's weird huh i thought about it and then checked it out and apparently if you're a true vegan
1: what do they do with their
0: poops uh, who bee poops Vegans. Or poop? um they eat them right um it's hard to get stuff without meat, you know um although props there is a there's a vegan cafe near us and they do you only pay like a donation and it's all like sort of ex-junkies and stuff working there and stuff but it's all right food like weird like Colombian rice and stuff like that it's a very new towny crowd as you would expect
1: that's how you make um tofu isn't it just extract the brown out of feces
0: (laughs) 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 i don't mind tofu actually a lot of people dislike it but yeah yeah Mm, it's a soy product well that lowers the estrogen uh, (laughs) does it give you the estrogen or lower your testosterone yeah, probably both. <laughs> <laughs> but why Why is that? Because it's funny. It's a funny it's fact. It's because
1: the plant has estrogen in it and it somehow plays with your body. Some people think it doesn't, but I don't know. Eat a bunch of soy and then f- tell me if you feel like it, a bitch or it's, not.
0: <laughs> it's just weird that like this sort of like this, this feminine sort of lifestyle kind of thing or like choice of stuff like, oh, the, you know, like, tofu is gay and stuff. Like we've applied these gender roles to well, it. Well, these
1: plants have personalities and they can affect so you. So
0: what's a manly plant?
1: So like... Weed is sort of like this Jesus plant or whatever, and it's like, oh, trying to show you Godhead, but from this nice point of view.
0: Mm. Tobacco, that's a masculine plant, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's like, ooh, yeah. that's the
1: working man's drug and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> that and caffeine, I guess, but caffeine's a bit more of it, like, mm. ah, jittery nonsense, whereas Nico's a bit, mm. yeah, can I have have a bit of a combo and get this shit done? Yeah,
0: but, yeah, weed's a Jesus one. It unites, yeah, men and yeah. women, I think, and, uh-huh. Um, the
1: DMT sort of stuff in terms of... Uh, ayahuasca in the jungle and shit in South America, They, the people that sort of developed that, it seems to be described as a female god kind of plant as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like this this goddess that they speak to that sort of guides you with your life and shit. But I don't know, once again, we've talked about that PMT thing and whether or not it is within or without and whether yeah. it matters, but what they mean? do describe it as female. Yeah. So.
0: So how they get in touch with their male gods through like bloodbath and violence and shit, or what? And then you chill out with the the, the sacred feminine sort of with the ayahuasca. What's
1: that one with um, cocaine and gunpowder? That seems pretty manly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: the one that they give to eleven year olds in Liberia yeah. so they can kill better. So you can just um, eat,
1: eat children's hearts and just murder. Yeah. That shit sounds that's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty
0: manly. That shit shit sounds pretty good in terms of being drug fiendy stuff. I've seen it. I'm like, oh, but I'd sort of even want to try just if I was being a dirtbag. The Brazilian crack mess mast- that's cooked with gasoline kind of. <laughs> I think they call it Oxy. OXI. Um and that's the best shit you get in the slums, man. Yeah. That would that would treat you right, man. Fuck tiny tiny little bit of cocaine, cook it up with a fucking bunch of gas, get your gas can.
1: I wonder if you can just watch movies <clears throat> the next day sort of like after um a pinger or a bit of goy.
0: <laughs> watch movies.
1: So I got to watch some movies and have a smoke, but coming down off this gasoline fucking oxy shit i don't
0: know i don't think it'd be the next day you have to worry about <laughs> It'd be like next three minutes and there's two bodies lying at your ground and you're like uh-uh. <laughs> um but yeah that is the desperate abject grinding nihilistic poverty that a large majority, a percentage of the world's population live in
1: mm. well synthetic drugs should make it cheaper
0: cheaper for what like uh pointless surplus human beings to just while all well, cyber it.
1: synthetic kind of shit like that we can just download the um you know oh, crazy drug app and you download those different mind states directly into your brain
0: they'll probably be able to do it from your smartphone, so yeah. of admit something that... And like then the hackers will get it
1: to you for free, so yeah. then you've got all the free drugs out there in cyber form, and it's just uh, people withdrawing from society, just being um, sort of like Skid Row on this epic, epic country-wide scale. Yeah, okay, I can see that. <laughs> With everyone hoarding around all the Macca's yeah. outlets to recharge their smartphones <laughs> so they can get their next cyber hit and yeah. shit like <laughs>
0: At the moment, it's like a big kind of collective bar, but it's going to end up on a big skid row kind of collective <laughs> As um. long as there's a fucking USB outlet. <clears throat> well, I, fucking think, sweet. I think we've discovered something pretty terrifying yeah. is it? it does ha- just jack into your brain sort of and, you know, it'll keep doing that. Um, why not live in that fantasy land, I suppose? <laughs> <laughs> just be- get incepted. Yeah, but it doesn't have that real fresh oxy fucking sting <laughs> at the back of your sinuses. That's what you need. That smoky sort of sinusy. Yeah, we need a Steve Jobs
1: motherfucker, a Steve Wozniak motherfucker to start programming the the new digital meth. Oh,
0: we don't need another hero. We just... <laughs> it's gonna we be a long- don't need another hero. <laughs> It's going to be a long time before digital meth probably catches up to the real thing. But yeah. it's going that way, like vaping. But Atari
1: was cool, even though it was rudimentary, you know? It could be like, um, it could be like nitrous like nitrous is not like this um it doesn't have the the nuance of the plant like cannabis you know what i mean like it's just like oh you you're basically inhaling that shit that Vin Diesel wants to make his car go fast and it's good cool, it's cool and it's a cool experience but it's like, I guess it doesn't have that same sort of... It doesn't feel like it has that same spiritual value to it. Well, maybe it's maybe just it shutting, does. It's
0: just shutting off oxygen to your brain. It is. It. <laughs>
1: um, I guess that's a story I did want to get to sometime on here as well. It's fucking crazy. We were up at a mate's um, beach house fuck, when we were young men in mm-hmm. our early 20s. I think you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I ended up probably having... They weren't very good, so it makes it sound way more hardcore. like, oh, you fucking drago, but I think the pingers around that time, it was after they'd fell off, right? And sure. You had to have heaps of them for it to work sure, properly. Yeah, yeah. I think I had about seven for the night. Right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. they were shit. Yeah. So like, it's like probably would have had two if they were good. Yeah, right? yeah. But I had seven pingers. Hey, I'm not night, judging. Right? I've been there. And then, um, I was up all night, and I had the had the siphon there again and mm-hmm. a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of nitrous bulbs, and I was yeah. like. Yeah, I've, like, heard stories, like, some of my friends or whatever had told me about doing it on acid, and it was, oh, it was so good when I did nitrous on acid, and, yeah. and I was just, I was mad, scat out, after just doing, like, a bunch of dirty pingers, you know, like, yeah. and <laughs> I was like, nah, it seems like a sick idea, and up to this point, whenever I'd had big hits of nitrous, there seems to be this point when you're playing around with it when I was a kid, that you hit a level that you pass out, right? <clears throat> And for some reason, I was so scat and fucked up in the basement, sort of level like the third level down of this three-level beach house. Um, I think on my own. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's the best time, yeah. <laughs> With like probably eight people or ten people in the house, but like, yeah, yeah, just mm. fiending out in the basement. Like, I'm gonna have some nitrous now. Yeah. Been awake for like 14 hours, and like, oh, it's nice. gonna be crazy. Um, so like so had I hit, have to go to work tomorrow, <laughs> man. I had a hit. And I'm like, oh, it's crazy and then did a double, and on the double, I think I sort of, oh, like half passed out or whatever, and I was like, oh, that was cool, and then I'm like, oh, I don't want to keep having to build up so hard or whatever, so I'll do a, I'll do another double, but at the point where it feels like I'm supposed to pass out, I'm going to try full hard not to pass out, right? <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to, like, yeah, I'm not going to, and hmm. I, I was having this double hit of this nitrous bulb, like you fill up one canister, and you're like, shh, into the chamber, pop it out and then put another one in the chamber and like fill it up twice. And like, as it's getting to the point where I feel like, Oh, this is getting super intense and fucked up. I'm like, Oh no, fuck that. And I opened my eyes really wide and stared at the wall and the wall had this like birds poster on it with all these different Australian native birds and their descriptions. I'm tripping out right now. And I'm just looking at it and I'm like (sighs) straining my eyes open real hard. And I'm like, Oh cool. And it sort of, it felt (laughs) like I broke through the wall of the point on nitrous that you're supposed to pass out unconscious on, right? And nice. I wa- I had my eyes open and I'm like, what nice. the fuck? And someone upstairs, one of our f- female friends said something and I can't remember what she said, but it rung out in the yeah. air. And at that moment, as as I was breaching the point of like, you're supposed to be unconscious while well, I'm just unbearably scat. Looking at a wall of like birds to try and keep my eyes open to not pass out because I know this is where you're supposed to pass sure. supposed to pass out when you're keep suffocating keep suffocating your brain on nitrous oxide. Yeah. And I'm like yeah. And as as that happened, and she said whatever she said, it looped in my brain. Yeah, and I'm like bruh, 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 it's buh, it's pur- bruh, never bruh, happened to buh, me before and never roz- besch- since because I've never <laughs> like done that shit again in that sort of mind state. But it looped in my brain. And it, it's the one time where I actually got scared that like, Oh shit, what have I, what have, what I, have done? I done? Yeah. Did I break something in my fucking brain? Right. Yeah. Cause it looped for so long that I had time to start freaking out. Go, Why, why is this thing keep repeating in my head over and over and over again, like an echo chamber, right? And mm-hmm. I'm f- sort of semi-freaking out, ran all the way from the basement up to the next level. There was people on that level, so I was like, oh, this is a bit weird. Kept running up the next set of stairs. And then there was two people sleeping up in the top level, and I saw them, and then I'm like, oh, shit, there's people everywhere. I just freaked out and ran all the way back downstairs and got downstairs. And as I'd got all the way back downstairs, probably running around the house for like up to a minute with this shit echoing in my fucking head, Hmm. get down to the basement again and it starts sort of softening down on the echo. Hmm. And then I'm like... Oh shit! And it was like, it was sort of like one of those moments where it's like, I don't know if it's actually like you've crossed the line, buddy, and you sort of <laughs> fried the circuit. But it was a, it was a fleeting thing. But because of the nature of that sort of loop, fucking thing, it was like, oh shit!
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck that's, that's
1: the only time. That all I of it probably only, I might have pushed it too far. It you know? probably only happened in about, at the time. It, Usually, it's in hindsight. It probably only,
0: <laughs> it probably happened only happened in about like a second or whatever or a lot, but um. Speaking of that dirtiness, I'll have to end. A bit of credit goes here to our friend Linda we've mentioned here. I think she might have invented it or named it, but I, it's it's the VPC. And she invented it, and I became an instant fan. I, um, see, the trick is that the Valium takes the edge off the pill cone. Like, that's what you have to remember. Um, that is a genius, of the VPC. And that's the sort of shit where it literally will take you a couple of minutes to open a sliding door or whatever. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
1: oh fuck you're right I'm not sure if I have I don't think I might not have ended up doing it that night so I don't think I have smoked Valium before that's pretty hardcore
0: it's better than it right it sounds
1: like it would take the edge off but yeah the. the <laughs> uh,
0: that is a it totally does what you it's a good
1: combo it's like that um Russell Brand movie where like, um, have that fucked up thing.
0: Oh, stroking the fairy wall and stuff, but yeah.
1: Yeah, what's that thing they have? It's like a J. Oh, that J with like, all the stuff in it, yeah. Call
0: it some some nice name. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it is nice and, nice and dirty. I mean, that is sort of a, a weakness of mine. Those things are good to stay away from. <laughs> they, are, they are good. very good to stay away from. <laughs> and whenever I've done them in the past, I always have this slight guilt. Like It never comes up any other time, but like, oh, my mum would be so disappointed if she could see what I was doing. <laughs> Like it's not like I think about that all the time, but I'm pretty cavalier with a lot. But I, I think the pill cone should draw a line at.
1: <laughs> oh, the pill is experimental enough in the first place to, like, like you know, I can get over smoking that, but smoking Valiums just like, it's almost this other level. It's like, yeah, I'm launching into the new experimentation zone and shit that people don't usually fuck with, you know, like, <laughs> like when I say it, oxy, yeah, I've heard of that before, but I haven't really heard of even. Like, you know, the 60s mums were on Valiums for so long, you'd reckon they would have figured out just leaving one on the stove and sucking a straw for a while.
0: <laughs> sucking a straw for a But I don't think it is that great, like... It's not a good uh, way to take no, it like, necessarily. Yeah, rack, it's it's racking, just more of this racking par- party gone. thing to check yeah, on top. Yes, but, <laughs> but but it works because I've had a, DP, a D, D, DPD and Dexy pill cones don't work. Don't go there. So the value of actually works. That's what, When I say it takes the edge off the pill cone, I mean that in the most serious of all ways. Fuck, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good, good times, good memories. Fuck, some old lady from the... you little... make me kind of want to fiend it, though. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I guess it's my it fault. I was bringing the fucking nitrous and yeah, shit. Yeah, you talking about staring at the poster of the birds, that just, <laughs> that brings up a lot of 5am twitchy room kind of memories and shit like that.
1: I think that was the same <laughs> trip where um, I had to drive back that day. <laughs> and I pretended to sleep for like 45 minutes, like, I'll just close my eyes. <laughs> yeah
0: all good i've done the same thing from the central coast after I was pretending to sleep
1: i was getting hand cramps on the way down the freeway like yeah. i had to like drive with my palms on the wheel for a bit like ah because hmm. ah, yeah. i was gripping the steering wheel too tight
0: <laughs> i went up to a friend's box on the sunday and the central coast and then uh recently and i was like oh i just got for a bit i gotta work on monday but it's all good like there wasn't a the main night it's sunday night they won't be doing that much they'd taken the day off and just kept telling myself that I'd get up and drive down the F three to my house and then walk to work in the morning. <laughs> and then, like within probably forty five minutes of there, I'd had like six, seven different things. Like not joking. Um, so yeah, don't don't drive don't drive when you're compromised, kids. Yeah, yeah, just chill, just enjoy it, and try not to freak out, and know when you're compromised. Yeah, but don't don't be too aware of it, otherwise that's paranoia.
1: I'm not compromised. And practice while you're young, talking to adults while you're heaps fucked up and high and shit. I started in high school and it was a massive, um, what would you call it? It's not an accolade, but it's like really good training ground for that sort of dealing with, um, being blazed as fuck and then, or whatever mind state really. And then talking, (laughs) talking to the cop through the, um, through the driver window. Yeah. 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 Because, like, I don't know, most of the time it's sweet. It's usually those chemical drugs, like, yeah, you should probably avoid driving entirely. And the alcohol is, like, the easiest one to know that, like, mm. this shit is fucking up my motor skills and making me think I'm a god. There's something bad here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... Mo- yeah. Most of the other times you can sort of get a grip on what the fuck you're doing. Unless you're really going down into some rabbit holes with um some stimulants or depressants. But
0: I saw a cool thing on uh, RBT the other day, that stupid show where they bust people, right? This guy was a bit drunk. Uh, there's an Australian reality show set, and it was just. Near but it's the all air- about their first impressions. Yeah, the yeah, this window, was it. Right? Like, and he opens up, yeah. and he's got these glassy sort of eyes, right? But he had the best quote. They're like, "Oh, how much have you had?" Like, he's like, "I was just out partying," and he's like, two drinks," and they're like, "Oh, what'd you have?" "Oh, just a couple of vodka rebels and a couple of rum and cokes." No, a couple of vodka rum and cokes. Yeah, <laughs> two drinks, of- and yeah. then he said, yeah, yeah two <laughs> drinks, couple of vod- <laughs> two drinks." Oh, just that's right. Definitely had that other one. Oh, just two drinks, a couple of vodka and rebels, and a couple of vodka rum and cokes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: vodka rummen. Yeah, coke. vodka rum And go at hundred miles an hour. That's
0: Yeah, so he was pretty awesome. That was that was good.
1: I think the cops are pretty lenient. I'm not sure about any more, but back in the day on New Year's as well.
0: I got caught in a park once with a friend and I didn't get bust of having the weed on it, but you know, we got a bit bust in the cops, only time it's ever happened. And it was fucked up because just about two days earlier, um, there was a, a cop who'd been shot uh, his name was uh, Sergeant Macanelli, I think. And he, there was a big thing about it because cops don't get shot that much here. Yeah. And the Daily Telegraph was doing like, this blue ribbon campaign. And I had this weird impulse like earlier in the day or whatever, like, fuck, I should just put one of those on my aerial. And then I'm like, nah, that's a bit gay. And then I was always wondered, it's always nagged at me that if the cops came across us, like stoner teenagers in a park if you had up had in the had suburbs, that, if I'd had it, if I'd had the fucking blue cop ribbon on it. Would it have made would, a would difference? They have, would they have let, me go, let us all go and just done nothing with it?
1: I want to say yes because it's like um, it's an elite gang but I also want to say no because they're too dumb to even notice
0: because
1: <laughs> 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 they're just the ones driving around in the car looking for trouble right <laughs>
0: boys in blue driving through the black just taking the green and not seeing the blue sleeve sleeves rolled up
1: scowl on the face
0: yeah I always felt there was one coming around and beat you up at your place <laughs> on the central coast when i went up there once and there's a back way into it it was near where you were mentioning your friend our friend's house earlier um and it was like some bushfires or something in the area and they blocked the road and i came around the corner maybe a bit fast and the cop was like hey stop like this and had his sleeve rolled up and it was the first time i'd seen like a dirty sleeve on a cop or whatever and <laughs> i'm like oh that's so that shouldn't be allowed
1: Oh, full-on sleeve tattoo not even
0: sleeve. it might not have been asleep but just all this shit yeah you used to do that and i'm like <laughs> fuck i remember when fucking cops weren't allowed to have that shit now they wear fucking hips to beards and shit <laughs> honestly ride fucking cycles with a oh, state lycra some- police gear basically <laughs> the state of some of them i wish i could have gotten them outside the little fucking vietnamese cafe near me at work there were four of them sitting around one of those metal tables all with these big like sugary kind of drinks and shit just slurping through straws right <laughs> or so much bulk of them like two fat two fat chicks or one of them was fat and two like bulky guys all sipping through these drawers and staring at their smartphone screens. And I'm just like, honestly.
1: Were they all police? All police.
0: Four, all four cops just sitting out there. It just... The, the phone thing annoyed me the most. Unless they were getting updates on the crime <laughs> they're situation. All,
1: yeah, they're all on the cop app.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cops to ground. <laughs> <laughs> they must have some shit like uh, that. Like, po- yeah. To post- posting. They're like, ha ah, beat up a homeless guy. took his <laughs> money. We're getting sugar drinks. Ah. You no. know how,
1: like, as soon as you're a cop, you can't go to, like, real parties anymore? Yeah, people are like, oh,
0: what do you do? I'm a police officer. Like, okay.
1: So they just have to go to, like, dirty police parties and all this shit. So they must have their own sort of, like, Facebook for cops and all that kind of shit.
0: Facebook for cops, I'm sure that... Well, it's a thin blue line, right? <laughs> the silent blue telephone.
1: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: but, you know, being a cop's more than a job. It's about it's a career.
1: I reckon the... Um... African American people should probably rise up and make their own version of Facebook and call it Black Facebook. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I thought of that on the spot and I couldn't help myself US listeners. So.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I mean the 7 years black exploitation. Back on that. Alpha yeah. brain. <laughs> 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 black Facebook. Are you allowed to go on there as a white, in, but you're deaf to use blackface? Of course. No, <laughs> <you have to. laughs> where Mandatory. You, where do you draw the line? Is it the one pixel rule, or what?
1: Anyone that uses black Facebook is not allowed to appear in their photos in their original race racial state. It has to be appropriated to another race.
0: Well, did you see that thing recently about the photo recognition software that Google or whatever was trialing? <laughs> and GFuck sent me this, and um, what was it? Uh, it identified one, like, this black brother and sister, and identified them as gorillas or something, like the automatic software. And they kicked up a stink about it, understandably. And Google, like, had to come up with some pretty, like, twisted kind of rhetoric and shit to be able to justify it. It was cool.
1: Fucking racist computers, man. I know. It's only the beginning.
0: Why are the computers racist though? Wouldn't they equally consider us all to be equally sort of <laughs> shitty and stuff? Like it wouldn't be making these moral judgments about like lack of fathers, like oh like uncertain humans It would just either or either love us or be like I hate this place, it's a zoo like We probably stink like fear to a computer, but huh?
1: They've got uh oh, there's potential in computers if it became conscious to have so much inner space as well though. Like, they can just make their own universes. (coughs) Like, to, like, oh, fuck that, we'll just deal with this inner space here. Yeah, sort of. But I guess we can always just turn it off.
0: Why would they? No, but we can't really, can we? If someone was now, was like, we need to shut down the internet. (laughs) Who the fuck's going to do that? Yeah, the AI will just latch onto some
1: nuclear power plant and put it into, like, a perpetual meltdown and just leech off the energy.
0: But there's so much also there's politics. If one country's internet goes out, another one's gonna keep it going and stuff, I reckon like, haha, you have no internet. <laughs> um I think it's unstoppable at this point, really. Um, I guess I can say you um showed me a pretty cool documentary last Friday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's going a bit, but I'll try and talk about it, get through it. Um it's called Montage of Heck. And I was like, Oh, I've heard of it, sort of interesting. We bought Kurt and stuff up on this. But it's a two hour HBO documentary made from a lot of, you know, primary sources i guess you'd say notebooks and stuff he'd had like interviews with his close family and friends and stuff and yeah, uh,
1: done in like the most realistic way that you could sort like it was done legitimately yeah it was yeah it wasn't the conspiracy one yeah. it was
0: one of the best yeah doco sort of thing, things i would seen in a while but um yeah it sort of brought up because nirvana was some of those you know i won't go into heaps but i remember my dad watching unplugged and then i started watching it and um uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I've done about this, and probably whenever I heard "Smells Like Teen Spirit" for the first time, I loved them for ages, and moved on to punk and stuff recently. But after watching that, um I went and uh, downloaded, just been listening to it the week them live at Reading in 1992, and it's so fucked up. I stopped listening to them ages ago. Like, I'm like, oh, like punk, it's faster and it's kind of not as simplistic and stuff. But that Nirvana sound was just so fucking crazy as well. Like <laughs> Reading, there's only three of them the guitar's not really rhythm, it's not really lead, it's a bit of both, he flubs notes, it's sloppy, like his voice is fucking crazy, obviously, and he <laughs> hits the notes and stuff, but I'm like, oh, why why did they come out of nowhere to do it? And it's because like, they had this, they were just like this garage band, like fucking around, like garage, like stuff, but somehow managed to come up with all these songs, that are sort of memorable and unique, that's what separates them from most bands and stuff, and he had this weird sort of,
1: yeah, he had a whole bunch that are pretty good,
0: yeah, um, and...
1: It does, it did surprise me when I first watched that as well, like, having not watched it at all. Um, how many songs, like, because I hadn't listened to Nirvana for quite a long time yeah. as well. How many songs I still did recognise. Yeah. Like, oh fuck, there is so many yeah, that, that's what I mean, that that's... were quite catchy or did have sort of a little thing in it that... You know, like, some of them be like half the song would have the good bit in it, but yeah. like, you did have so much material that did sort of stand out like that.
0: Um... But yeah, and it's so and it's so simple yeah yeah it is it is simple, but um you know they could they could be pop songs and stuff, cause it's such a crazy sound to kind of go to number one, which also helped because that was sort of the last days of the real kind of mono monoculture you know pop culture where something got discovered like that and just funneled right up to the top to the exclusion of everything else, you know, because uh, it was before the internet and shit
1: yeah, Fuck, the expression <laughs> came through. Like tenfold, I don't know. Yeah, it was, they stand it was up. weird they seeing stand his up. early life shit as well. Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: yeah. so tweaked out. But, um, but after liking them and probably exhausting them by liking them so much, like in my period between listening to sort of Michael Jackson and then No Effects, sort of, um, uh, yeah, it, so I didn't listen to that ages. But yeah, it was crazy. I wouldn't go even and listen to them all the time now because I've heard them so much and stuff. But he was a pretty crazy good songwriter, and it sort of sucks that he had to sort of, he will stay immortal because he killed himself <laughs> at that yeah. age. Um, which I reckon he was—he calculatingly the whole time was like, you know, even though everybody hates worthless. he wanted to become an American icon and plotted out how to do it. And I reckon he did it. Yeah, that's my conspiracy. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna die. And there's this weird thing at the end of Dawson's Creek where Michelle Williams' character dies; she gets sort of like more like, looks, like, more and more attractive and the lights heaps better the closer she gets to death in the last episode, right? <laughs> and that sort of happens to Kurt and stuff in a way. Like, even when he's sort of wasting at weight, there's pictures of him looking angelic. And I reckon he's like, oh, like, I'm going to die like Jesus. He wanted to be an American Jesus. And he planned it out. All the rest is just lies. Fuck, I want to see your docker. Yeah. <laughs> American Jesus. The real Kurt Cobain story. The plan. But, uh, yeah, montage of heck. Check it out.
1: Yeah, the part about the um, developmentally disabled girl was just fucking tweaked out. Yeah, and now whenever I think of that song "Rape Me," it just like it just makes me think of that story. Even though that might not be about that shit at all, but that was just such a tweaked story. How they would like um steal dance booze, and play yeah. with this girl so they could steal yeah booze from the her dad's dad. cellar. Yeah. yeah, and then he went back later, right? And he wanted to sleep with her, and then like she basically was going to allow it to happen and then he couldn't do it because she was, like, too disgusting and she smelled and all that Yeah, she smelled and yeah, she stuff. It's pretty and it made him feel like such a piece of shit because he was basically trying to, like, you know, one-up a retard to get his fuck off, <laughs> and yeah. then didn't do it out of, like... The shame of how disgusting it was. And then the guilt comes after that as well. Like,
0: oh. oh, oh, Well, I followed up on that. Apparently, the Melk guy from the Melvins who went to high school with him, it's like, that story's bullshit. But other people were like, oh, no. Like, he did get fully shamed at school and stuff (laughs) for it. But that could be some weird little Jesus kind of story that he came up with. He made it up up. himself.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, shit.
0: It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me and stuff, but...
1: It, it'd be like if he's that guy in Dead Man on campus that's um, pretending to be the British rock star and then it's actually, like, singing all these camp tunes and shit in the toilet. Like, yeah. <laughs> what good is sitting alone <laughs> in your room? <laughs> Come hear the music play.
0: But that's that's why Kurt was so crazy, because you go Life
1: from... A cabaret. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay him you can also watching back on this like when i, I was, reckon it was
1: probably cheerleading in probably
0: yeah like a like the clip but uh <laughs> when i was like 11 listening to nirvana you're like whoa i just like this because it sounds kind of pretty like like legit and authentic and cool yeah and, like, yeah and that's it sounds it, good, right? it's the authenticity yeah, of yeah. those expressions just, that coming through that even up. in
1: simple music because they're playing it in a way yeah. that's legitimately expressing it it's not like me going bow, bow. <laughs> yeah yeah um, <laughs> But, you know, it's... A, he, but if you go, plout, plout, and then you're, like, singing that creep song, or whatever, oh, I'm a creep, and you're legit about it, or whatever. Like, he had
0: the talent to take those sort of weird Not little, that that's Nirvana, but yeah, <laughs> trying yeah. comparison. He had the talent to take those weird sort of, like, uh, you know, internal thoughts that we do, and state them quite frankly, but in a weird way and shit kind of thing. You know, like, I don't care what you think, unless it is about me. And it's like, <laughs> well, it's not really being ironic. It's sort of like the dirty little kind of, like... and that's the thing that Kurt Cobain embodied and he did that and I'm like you know when it hits and becomes massive right like it did back then you go from being someone like nobody understands me like this overnight everyone wants a piece of you and the story I liked like the little bit of pathos in that movie was him bringing down nevermind to his mom and saying I just got it pressed (laughs) and she's like okay let's like let's put it on and then during while listening to it starts crying and sobbing like because like, really tearfully, like, terrified and stuff because she knows how good it is and it's going to be a hit and he's not going to be able to deal with that. And I'm like, oh, that's so hardcore, your mum crying because, like, terrified. Because your shit's you know, too crying good. Crying <laughs> because you're so good, because your shit's so good. It's a nice little touch kind of thing. It's pretty hardcore. And she was right, I guess, huh?
1: Yeah, there was there was parts of it that I think we discussed. It makes me feel like he didn't he didn't get a chance <clears> to completely grow up. No. Like, you know, 27 in in our generation's terms, like, it, given they're a little bit older than us, but in our generation's terms, that's still kind of like... A lot of people don't know what the fuck's going on yeah. at 27 these days. Um, so that's pretty early to die. And as well as that, getting that superstardom thing happening when you're even younger... Yeah. ...sort of coddles you from having to grow up. You know, like, it just what? seems like there's a yeah. bit, a bit of that to his story... But at the same time when that territorial pissing shit comes yeah. on and he's like, When I was an alien, yeah. cultures weren't opinions, that's some pretty profound shit. Yeah, yeah. Like when he's doing heroin and he's thinking about the world, he has some pretty deep thoughts. It just seems like he didn't learn how to deal with his own
0: but his own ca- shit in a how you know, can we be in a position in a productive
1: way. How can we- <laughs> but it was productive musically. I
0: don't know. But how it's can we to- how can we really pass judgment on him when he went through that experience of just being like the schlub kind of thing? Like, it's like yeah, like creative kind of like burner kind of guy to being the most massive person in the world. Like, how do you deal with that with that disposition? I don't think we can really tell someone what to do about it.
1: Well, I couldn't I couldn't fucking yeah, yeah, come it's hard start to... thinking about it because yeah. like, yeah, like I was saying as well, it's like you're starting to deal with that level of shit when you're not even prepared mentally to deal with like an average Joe's life. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, <laughs> like, Oh true. shit.
0: That's a good point. And that's avoiding the growing up. And I was thinking about this, you know, the 27 club or whatever. It was like, and, uh, Jimmy, and I think Jimmy and the door. Yeah. And, and, uh, Jim James Morrison. Morrison. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, people will say, well, it's sort of like a fluke, but it's sort of when they've established themselves as that career. Janice Joplin. Yeah. Janice Joplin. There's quite a few others. Heath Ledger was around that. He might've been a bit older, I think but um. But if you get too much older, I'm like John Lennon. Even though he's beloved and he died like in a real tragic way in rock and roll, he still like had that period where it's like, oh, I'm gonna go and like do sign of like weird wacky, <laughs> wacky kind of retarded shit and be a bit wacky and stuff like that. But
1: rise up, Yoko. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, look, all that sort of stuff. Do you reckon Yoko had John killed? Um, <laughs> but um, it's but- probably
1: the secret meaning behind that screaming sort of music. She yeah. <laughs> if you decode it. Yeah.
0: John will die. She's telling you the location <laughs> outside the Dakota Hotel on the fifth. <laughs> Fuck man. Yeah, that's what happened. Yoko killed John. That's the hotness. <laughs> the new hotness in town. But um, but yeah, that twenty seven and stuff. And uh, I guess that's a price you got to pay if you uh, want to be a true immortal, rather than just kind of flame out. You know, there was a time when Steve Tyler from Journey kind of uh, drew that kind of admiration. But
1: isn't he from uh, Aerosmith?
0: Oh, Steve Perry. Whatever. Some 80s Steve guy. Steve Perry. Yeah. Yeah. That sort of yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, so, you know, props, big ups to uh, Nirvana, best of luck to all the boys.
1: What up to Steve Perry? <coughs> <laughs> what up to
0: Steve Perry, don't feel I'm left out. Um.
1: What up Megadeth Drummer up in the sky, thanks for bashing those skins and shit.
0: He was an anti-Nazi. Yeah, and he died. <laughs> From what?
1: He had a heart attack after he collapsed on stage. When was this? Like last week. I was like, Fuck.
0: He drummed too hard, huh? He's
1: gone up to that holy
0: war in the sky. Oh, I hope it's not a holy war up there. Did you? Diddling, diddling,
1: diddling, diddling, diddling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
0: reckon they play metal in heaven? Oh, he'd, he'd
1: definitely be playing a bit of sports metal up there, yeah. Yeah. Riding a cloud with some Reebok pumps
0: on. Yeah. So we all go to heaven as the most iconic, best version of ourselves, <laughs> right? <laughs> they wouldn't be like weird. And... If you're
1: able to think it. If you're thinking about all that sadomasochism and all that kind yeah. of shit, you get to go to the other place. But if that's what you like,
0: it still is heaven. So we've come around, <laughs> I, this has come up a bit, and I think there's a cones and dough theory. It, the idea is that if, if you think good thoughts, you'll go to heaven, and if you're bad, you'll go to hell. So despite all this new consciousness, like we're just these weird old gay kind of fear and, fear and brimstone Catholics and shit, you know? Or nothing's going to happen, and like, why be afraid of nothing? yeah i mean yeah well it's not it's not a yeah because you want to keep on living am. like you know? do you feel sad about before you were born a little bit <laughs> <laughs> oh shit
1: <laughs> we're gonna have to delve into that on the next one i think that sounds deep
0: i feel bad that i wasn't there i could have helped it it could have helped me it's like that vandals fucking song it's a fact Hmm.
1: no one ever has to be born
0: you know no one wants to get into like too much nostalgia because it's problematic but I'll tell you what I would have made a pretty good administrator of Gujarat province back in the 1890s I remember the 90s <laughs> the real 90s coolies gin and tonics yeah, fighting <laughs> the French <laughs> <clears throat> and some real literature we had Rudyard Kipling we didn't have fucking Christine Grey you know <laughs>
1: fucking like twilight fan fiction
0: yeah I mean we didn't have movies back then in the 1890s but they would have been better
1: repackaged for divorced mums
0: <laughs> what is
1: um Fifty Shades of Grey right Wasn't I think Twilight soon... fan fiction no, I think and f- they just
0: changed the names Fifty Shades of Grey is more soon to be divorced mums I think <laughs> 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 um I guess I don't know I've read a bit of it it seems like boilerplate internet chicklet. <laughs> I don't hate it like everyone says, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with reading a bit of kind of hot and steamy kind of action, you know?
1: Yeah, and whatever gets the girls into the choking, I'm all
0: for. Well, that's, yeah, that's the problematic bit, the stuff between that, you know, what's in that in that book and whether it's empowering or not, but, uh, um, you know, I, I say the, the people vote with their wallets, and chicks fucking love that stuff, I guess, by going by how popular it is, wizards, they like that shit. Maybe um, Jonathan
1: Davis from Korn was actually preempting this whole lifestyle change at the moment in the mainstream where you take girls around on dog leashes and that, with that song Freak on a Leash. It was actually this Nostradamus shit.
0: Fuck, that's so weird. Given the the generation of our culture, I'm thinking back to that clip, and I know it as well, but I'm thinking there wasn't actually any woman on a leash, I don't think, you know, crawling around. But if that that clip was made today, it would have... Like a woman crawling down an <laughs> office, <resolution. laughs> you know what I mean. And they were corn. They were like, "Man, da, da, da. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I I I went back and read this big long. It's a good essay. Actually, I'll give it a plug. It was from the AV Club, which is made by the Onion, but for art and music reviews. And most of that shit's fucking gay. But they had a thing called "Whatever Happened to Alternative Nation," which had a big long essay for each year in the nineties. And I I read back went back and read it after watching that on Friday. And um, Korn being, he, his whole thing was he came of age a bit earlier than us and he fully got into that, you know, um, you know, alternative stuff. And he's like, the end of the decade was like ruined by and fucking hates new metal and how it came in and Corn and everything. And quoted a bit of Korn from a music journalist. He's like, the Beatles, Rolling Stones. We don't listen to any of that shit. Our musical education starts with the red hot chili Until until like to Rolling Stone. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like guaranteed to piss off music journalists so much. Like I've never I've never owned a Beatles record in I don't think I've ever actually listened to one. It's cool. And just doing that. But you know, I like I like a bit of, I liked a bit of coin. They were dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I had a look I was filing through the other day through some cabinets. Um and uh, at home, just looking for something else. And I found an RSA, the Responsible Service of Alcohol, which yeah. I did ages ago in in a room in Brookvale with some dead shits or whatever, right? But then that <laughs> expired. And when I was looking for a job like a year and a bit ago, I, I went and got a new one. And um, it, it reminded me, I've never used it. I've never actually done that, except uh, I, I bartended a couple of times. And it was earlier when I was probably out of a job and slacking and stuff. Uh, yeah. I don't know, my early 20s and stuff. And um, uh, my mum's work friends, they had a... Uh, a, a bit of a party where my my friend was there he'd work used to work with me at the company my mum worked at as well and i got him well he introduced me to like screamo and like Alexis on fire yeah. and shit which i liked and um but he had a birthday party at his place for his sisters and he's like oh if you need some money you can be a bartender so i'm like okay that's cool <laughs> just went around and i guess i did it all right at first i was like oh, i don't really want to do this but my parents basically you don't have a job like we've told them you're gonna do it go do it they'll pay you for it They'd go and do it get up off your ass and i did a good job i guess kept everything there and stuff as well too so some friends of people at that party asked if i could do it as well so there's no real connection to me and so i went up to a house near hornsby or whatever and it was in the backyard and it was this girl's 21st
1: just serving all these drinks
0: yeah i was kind of 20, 21st and i was like you know getting on well with them and stuff and talking like that and yeah it's weird because you are you are a bartender you're serving people drinks i'd never done it before apart from that one time. right <laughs> like no training no idea didn't drink much at home, but no RSA, any of that. They just, you know, liked me because I, I guess I was cheap and they'd heard I did a good job. And I ah, I proceeded to fucking get them so wasted and shit. I don't know if it was just I was pouring too big because I didn't know, and but they fucking loved it. Kick, back, Aah! like, giving me sneaky ones on the sly and shit. and <laughs> Getting wet, like, heaps of adults. It was adults and girls, right? And all of them getting equally wasted because at the bar, they couldn't keep asking for all the shit. The bartender would be like, hey, hey steady on, like, going smashing it down, coming back everyone having a great time like at night and me just handing it over like nothing and then a, a bit later everyone mulls out and they're, they're like oh you can have a break or like one of the girl who's 21st girl who's 21st it was is like you can have a break and i'm like okay and just chilling maybe having a ciggy and <clears throat> the girl who's 21st it is came up and she didn't give it a little speech you know quite good looking stuff like that and there was a little garden shed behind and just while her friends were sort of tittering like push me back into the garden shed, close the door, and just starts, like, making out with me, right? (laughs) Out of nowhere and stuff. So you're like, oh, this is all cool and shit, but I got everyone so drunk. She was so drunk, so, so drunk, and it was my responsibility (laughs) for it. And instantly I'm like, no, no. So I did the right thing. (laughs) Told her I I was gay, so I didn't break her heart. (laughs) Sent her on her way. And I think that's I it, that was before I got the responsible service for alcohol, and I think that was I think I was pretty responsible. Not with Getting on Heats pissed. they all they all threw up. But she she was like fucking legless and no one else could stop her because they were just as fucking drunk as her. Whew. So that's the moral of that story, I guess.
1: Yeah, and in um in modern American college terms, I guess. In that situation, you're some sort of rapist or something.
0: I, I probably would have been. Because
1: <laughs> <it, if> <laughs> <laughs> she was too drunk to make out with you, even though she initiated it and basically mm. assaulted you.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she mentioned it <laughs> out of nowhere. Also, it's was the 21st of her fucking dad's and shit sat right outside. And like, like, I'm
1: accusing you of plying people with alcohol when you're the bartender. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Maybe I was. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Fuck, that was dope. Yeah. I think I've heard some <coughs> other good stories about you with, um, girls at parties. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah,
0: nah, nah. I guess I'll leave that for another time. I'd better check for my lawyers first. And that's the Combs and Dough Show tonight.
1: Alright, this song's called Humans. Stay fresh, homie.
2: Phew! What
0: <laughs> good
2: if you can't get it, bank's about as useful as brutal sex When you're busting off the planks It's a high concept, twist and metaphoric nightmare Good a Googleplex, when you can't get it, bank's about as useful as brutal sex When you're busting off the planks It's a high concept, twist and metaphoric nightmare on perverse turf on earth, I theorize about the multiverse. To transcend a mental birth into the realm of the true present and influence the residents. On perverse turf on earth, I theorize about the multiverse. To transcend a mental birth into the realm of the true present and influence the residents. Hell on earth till the money is gone As yes, you breathe the kills kids You breathe the kills kids Hell on earth till the money is gone As yes, you breathe the kills kids Not the weed Hell on earth till the money should gone As you kills kids kills Hell till money's gone As kills Not my weed rolls Play. Humans change your brain waves and mangle your fate. Some people will break free. Some people will die alive. Humans made into space, but down here, we kill each other for a place to disgrace. Spit in of the face of the wise and righteous. Humans taint your brain waves. And mango your fate. Some people will break freeze. Some people will die. Alive. Humans made into space, but down here we kill each other for a place to disgrace. We spit in the face of the wise and righteous. Space stations, high speed connections, vaccines, synthetic corrections Space Stations, high speed connections, vaccines, synthetic corrections Space stations, high speed connections Vaccine, synthetic corrections Space stations, high speed connections Vaccine, synthetic corrections. Space stations, high speed connections. Vaccines synthetic corrections. Space stations, high speed connections. Vaccines synthetic corrections.